Blog Talk Radio. And welcome back to the balance. And when I say welcome back to the balance, I quite literally mean welcome back to the balance. I know that our affiliate radio stations have picked us back up for the last half hour. Let me tell you a little bit about live radio sometimes. Uh, sometimes things just go down. We work through a satellite feed uh, connected to Skype, connected to my board, connected out to L.A. It, it's just a whole maze of things. So if one little uh, link in the in the connection breaks, you have to find that link, you have to fix that link, and then you connect again. So we have connected back to L.A., who's connected back to our studios here in Indianapolis, and now we are able to connect to you. Welcome back to The Balance. But hey, here's the great thing. If you're listening to the podcast, you didn't miss anything. We, 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 everything is recorded on a podcast. The only thing I will tell you is when you download the podcast and you subscribe, if you already have done that, I'm sure you have, you'll notice you'll get a, a, a part one and part two. And that is because of uh, we wanted to make sure that we had the last, live, uh, last part of the show in the live feed as part of the podcast as well. Uh, so we did actually have to create today – two separate podcasts. So you'll have uh, the podcast, then you'll have another uh, push alert that'll come. They'll say uh, the balance part two, and that's today. And that's the, that's what you're hearing now. So uh, if you uh, are, are any more confused, welcome uh, to our world today on St. Patrick's Day. March Madness, Virginia went down, down, down uh, last night. And of course, we saw uh, a lot of upsets. We saw Arizona get upset. We saw, uh, certainly we saw, I wouldn't call it an upset, but we saw Miami getting beat by Loyola Chicago with a buzzer beater. Great win by locally here by Purdue and by the, uh, by the balance. Yeah, great win by the balance today. And by uh, Butler, uh, certainly Purdue loses their big man, Isaac Haas, and uh, with a, with a uh, uh, fractured elbow. And we saw him go down during that game uh, yesterday as well. Uh, so uh, good matchup tomorrow with Butler and the uh, uh, Purdue Boiler Makers. Well, my name is Sal Marcos El Presidente. So glad that you guys could uh, join us. Hopefully, we're going to be joined by Mo from the BS Sports Show. If not, it's just going to be me and you uh, talking March Madness for the next 30 minutes, and I think I can handle that for you. But if you want to call and talk about your brackets, 917-889-8516 is our digits. Is your bracket still in place? Have they busted? Uh, are they are they are they now being used as uh, toilet paper? Uh, what's going on with your brackets? We'd love uh, to know uh, as well. So you know we we've seen a lot of uh, well what we would say 
not surprises, if you will. Let, let me talk with you a little bit about my bracket. Uh, you know, I, I've did a few brackets, and, and uh, I've got uh, certainly I appreciate all those that have joined the balance uh, bracket group. We've got uh, several of you in there uh, trying to stay alive, and then I've got my other one in my real job. I've got a couple over there. So I just p- p- pulled up one of my random uh, brackets. Now, I did have Virginia going all the way to uh, the final game, to the final championship game, uh, and that did not happen. But on the other hand, in one in the other bracket, I have Cincinnati, Michigan, Villanova, and Michigan State. Now, all of those are still alive. Yeah, baby. I know what I'm doing. But I, you know what? I, here's what I want to do. I... I've been worried about this guy for a while, and, you know, he's become friends of the show, and I, I was wondering where, where he's been and what, what's, what's happened to him. So I was finally able to reconnect with him yesterday, and I told him, I said, you got to call, call in because our listeners are worried about you. Joe from Plainfield, how are you, sir? Hey, doing well, Tom. How are you? Well, we're doing good. Uh, uh, Joe from Plainfield joins us. Uh, first of all, we got to know, uh, you know, there's there, there's rumors speculated that that maybe uh, you uh, had a little bit of uh, much of uh, Uncle Willie sauce there in Plainfield, and you had to spend a, a, a few days in the pokey. But that wasn't the case. Uh, what where where did you uh, go MIA at? Did you drop your phone in the toilet or what? What happened? Uh, well, I lost my phone at uh, Daytona Bike Week, <laughs> as I'm sure a lot of other people <laughs> did. So. I uh, I don't imagine I'm the only one by any means, Tom. <laughs> so, so I'm doing doing better now. <laughs> oh, well that's good to hear. So, talk with us a little bit about Daytona Bike Week. Uh, what, what what I didn't know you were a biker. What do you got? What kind of bike you got? What do you uh, what did you ride out there to Daytona? Oh, you know, there there's lots of good bikes out there. We don't have to talk about mine. Uh uh, I can tell you back in the day, uh, back in the day, I, I had something real nice. Um, but yeah, let's not, let's not dwell on what I was, uh, riding or not riding down there. Um, you just found yourself in Daytona during bike week and lost your phone. Okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. We're glad you're safe and, uh, you, you've, you've gotten a new phone and you're, you're able to, uh, uh, connect with us today. A lot's been happening with the, uh, NCAA. Did you get yourself a bracket filled out? Uh, I did. I've still got three of my final four. So, uh, there's still a chance for me, right? Who 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 do you have in your in your uh, final four? Oh geez. Um, well, I've got Kentucky, I've got Xavier, I've got Purdue, and I've got TCU. Okay, so you've got Xavier, Kentucky, Purdue, and TCU. Yep. TCU's gone. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, then they're not they're they're, they're part of a, a a bracket burner. So you're 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 pretty satisfied with your NCAA uh, picks. Talk with us a little bit about how you picked your teams there, Joe from Plainfield. Uh, well, to be honest, I don't know much about you know college basketball. Um, I just kind of looked at the names, thought, hey, that's a name I've heard, or you know that name sounds good. Here's one thing. Uh, 
this game that you're just talking about, UMBC versus UVA, right? Um, mm-hmm. UMBC, they're retrievers. Like, that's their mascot, retrievers, a dog. And don't get me wrong, right. those are good right. dogs. I mean, don't get me wrong, those are good, loyal dogs. Uh, but, you know, they're dogs. Maybe, maybe on the side, they've been coached by Airbud, and Airbud's the reason they're doing so good. I don't know. Just a theory, Tom. Yeah. You know, might be worth looking into. No, that's a it's a working theory. I, I can see where Airbud would uh, would be there would be a good coach for them, and you know it certainly goes right along with uh, being a a retriever and a dog in in uh, uh, March Madness. That's for sure. Hey, uh, I know you called in during Super Bowl time, and you're kind of learning the NFL. You saw a lot of the free agencies. Uh, uh, happened during the NFL. Any anything that stood out to you in the NFL as far as free agency or looking forward to the draft? Oh uh, well, uh, heard Jordy Jordy Nelson's going to uh, Oakland, so good riddance. That is care. correct. <laughs> who's your Who's your favorite team, Joe, from Plainfield? Oh geez, I don't pick favorites, but probably the Colts. The Colts. Guaranteed well, the as Colts. We, <laughs> yeah. Hometown heroes. Well, the Colts. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're a Colts homer. Hey, so we were just talking with Steve Wilson from Speedway Digest about the West Coast swing in NASCAR. I know you're a NASCAR fan uh, there. So any thoughts on the on the uh, uh, three wins in a row by Kevin Harvick? Uh, his last win was out in, in Phoenix. He got a win in Vegas, and he's out in California uh, this weekend uh, for uh, the Auto Club out, out there in Fontana, California. What are your thoughts about Kevin Harvick winning so many races in a row? Any conspiracy theories or anything? Well, I think always you got to consider conspiracy theories. Um, you know, that's why they are theories because, uh, theories, I think by definition require some proof or I'm not a scientist, but I can tell you if it, if there's a theory out there, there's some truth to it. Um, in terms of like, if there's deep state interdimensional vampires at play, I couldn't tell you. Um, what I can tell you is I actually have to hop off the call. I'm about ready to go leprechaun hunting. And uh, boys are waiting, so I got to jump off, Tom. I do appreciate you having me, and uh, hope to talk again soon. <laughs> Have a great day, man. Well, do me a, do me a, do me a favor, r- real quick, Joe, before you leave. When you're drinking your green beer yeah. today, and you're doing leprechaun hunting, make sure that you keep your phone attached because we were we were kind of worried about you. Oh, don't worry. I got one of those flip phones with the little lanyard on it now, so I'm good. All right, buddy. You have yourself a good day, Joe, from Plainfield. All right, you too, Tom. Take care. Bye. Oh, good old Joe from Plainfield. He uh, pops up from time to time, and he uh, lives a life of mystery and intrigue, uh, to to say the least. Lost his phone down at Daytona uh, uh, Bike Week, and uh, he sent me a text picture of his uh, of the bike that he had out there in uh, Daytona, and it's uh, we won't discuss uh, the bike that he had at bike week i'll let you figure out the bike let's just say that it had two wheels 
and no motor. <laughs> but he was at Bike Week in Daytona. Now, we have a lot of fun with Joe from Plainfield. He, he, he gives us a call. We, we're trying to connect with uh, Mo from the BS Sports Show. Uh, Rick Riggin down in Nashville uh, for uh, round one uh, is, I believe, in Nashville. But I talked with him a few minutes ago, and they are running a little bit behind today, so he's not sure that he's going to be able to give us a call. Uh, and I, I, I do believe he's probably hungover, and we will call him out on the show on that next week. But, uh, hey, that's that's okay. It's St. Patty's Day uh, as well. So, yeah, St. Patty's Day on a Saturday. You can't beat that. Uh I mean, does, does anybody do St. Patty's Day anymore? Like, you know, when I was younger, I used to do St. Patty's Day like a religious holiday, and I've just kind of outgrown it. Now, don't get me wrong; I'm gonna, I'd like to have some green beer today, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do anything crazy, you know. Just I've about about grown it. So let's talk, let's get back to the brackets, March Madness, if you will. Let's see who's, what we got on tap. Let's talk a little bit about. Uh, five reasons. Uh, Tennessee is on the verge to of its first Sweet 16 since 2014. Here, here's the thing. Now let's 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 backtrack a little bit and let's look at some of these journeys. Her Notre Dame did not get in. Uh, you you look at this UNBC's win over Virginia. There's a lot of good teams in these other uh, conferences that are non Big Ten teams as well. So. I, I say, you know, I'm not really surprised by now. Am I surprised that University of Virginia fell asleep and you know was schooled? And uh, yeah, I'm surprised by by that. But I am not surprised that these teams that we're seeing win in the March Madness win in the March Madness. I'm not surprised by that at all. Uh, so nine one seven eight eight nine eight five one six is our digit. As I said, we're trying to connect with Mo from the BS Sports Show. I'm hoping that he'll be able to give us a call here uh, soon. And we're trying to connect with him and uh, be able to talk with him about his brackets. Uh, certainly if you're in the balance bracket group as, as well. Okay, I... Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I thought we'd lost everybody again, but we did not. But we did not. It is March Madness, and we and we keep moving forward as things uh, try to wind down. I tell you what, we ha- have got our butts kicked, but that's okay. Moment for the BS Sports Show. How are you, sir? Good morning. Good morning. Glad that you could connect with us today. We we kind of had some phone line issues earlier, and we lost our live feed, and then we got it back. But hey, all, all's good on St. Patrick's Day. Going to enjoy some uh, green beer today, are you? I am not. I'm actually on the way to watch my daughter perform uh, in Indianapolis on the uh, show choir competition. Oh, awesome! Show choir. Well, there you go. Well, we, we'll get into some of these brackets. Let's talk about th- just the most recent uh, soar, and then we'll talk about Arizona and some of these other uh, big upsets that we saw. Last night we saw uh, Virginia just totally get schooled. Uh, no one saw that comp- uh, coming, but 
I didn't. I know that. I didn't really have Virginia going uh, to my championship game, but I certainly had them going deep into the tournament and certainly had them going deep into uh, the, uh, the Final Four. Uh, thoughts on last night's schooling uh, by UHMB and uh, Virginia? Well, I mean, I thought it was going to be tough for Virginia when you lose your best player the day before the tournament. That's always tough. Uh, but I, I think what's tough, and I think uh, I think uh, that Kenny Smith touched on it last night after the game, was Virginia wasn't a team that played from behind a lot this year. You know what I mean? So they weren't used to being down big numbers, especially double digits. I, I think the biggest lead they fa- or biggest deficit they faced all year was eight points. So you know it's a different mindset when you're down that far, and they they just couldn't stop uh, UMBC. It's a team that's very fast, very good shooters. Uh, and they had a great shooting night last night, but it, it's different playing from behind, especially when you're way behind. And uh, and Virginia did not do that very well last night. And I thought uh, their coach was uh, uh, was very humble and very good after the game in his uh, post game interview. So, you know, a teaching moment for the guys from Virginia, but a great moment for the uh, folks from UMBC. Back up to the well, we would call the official. I know there was the the, the game of four or whatever, uh, but let's talk about Thursday's games uh, going forward. Uh, certainly, one of the biggest upsets that we saw on Thursday was Arizona uh, getting getting beat, and and certainly uh, uh, Sean Miller and all of his to dos with the FBI scandal and everything's going on. I know he has a lot of. Uh, personal stuff going on the team has had some a lot of uh, distractions as well but as a whole I, I historically I don't see Arizona doing well in the tournament I know a lot of people had them going deep if not the championship uh, but certainly I think it was a surprise uh, to see Arizona uh, get put out of the tournament so early uh, this week well if you look at it over the major teams and I think there was a poll done on, on one of the shows yesterday it might have been Dan Patrick's show about teams that have disappointed you major teams that have disappointed uh, people's brackets so much in the NCAA tournament in Arizona, I think it was at the top of people's minds when it came to that. So yeah, they're a team that tends to disappoint uh, in, uh, in recent memory when it comes to the NCAA tournament. I, I have to say that this uh, investigation, I'm sure, uh, was a, you know, just a, an anchor around the neck of uh, Arizona and not shocking to see them bow out early. Real quickly here, we'll get back on topic here, but just now breaking, the Indianapolis Colts have traded their third overall pick to the Jets. Thoughts on that? Uh, asinine. Uh, they look like they're in a position to get Saquon Barkley after the other moves have been made by uh, Cleveland and the Giants. Uh, I think it's a stupid move. I think their offseason's been terrible so far. Every other team in the division's gotten better. Uh, when it's come to free agency, and they they have not, I think uh, I think they've done terrible. And I think that uh, if Chris Ballard's really the mind that Jimmers they pumped him up to be, that there needs to be some stuff done. I think uh, uh, an absolutely terrible move by the Indianapolis Colts, which goes with their offseason so far. Well, absolutely. So, jeez, uh, uh, we'll we'll monitor that and and have more on that as well. So, getting getting back on track, you know, I talked on the show last week that I thought Buffalo was good enough to beat Arizona. I did not know for sure that it was I didn't have enough confidence that it was going to happen that I picked him in, in 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 my in my brackets. Uh but, you know, it is what it is. So talk with us a little bit about Seton Hall. I think a lot of people thought that North uh, Carolina State was going to beat Seton Hall. Any thoughts on that game? Uh, Seton Hall has been a great team all year long. A lot of people just don't get the chance to watch them play too often on TV because they're not a fun, exciting, big-name team. But they're a very good basketball team, a team that shoots the ball very well and also plays very good defense. 
uh, Seton Hall is a team that I think probably goes a couple of rounds deep in the tournament just because they do uh, they do everything well and they have some uh, upperclassmen, which is you know rare for a lot of these teams. So I, I think it's another team that you can see that uh, definitely has the tools to make some noise in this tournament. Ohio State and South Dakota State. I really uh, was surprised at how closely South Dakota State paid, played Ohio State. Uh, they've got Gonzaga coming up. Gonzaga played not up to par. So a lot of adjustments that Ohio State and Gonzaga have to do. What are your thoughts on that matchup coming up? Yeah, I wasn't impressed by either team. Uh, you know, and, and Ohio State's still a relatively uh, young basketball team. Chris Holtzman, obviously, uh, his first year there at Ohio State. You know, Gonzaga's a tournament-tested team, one of four teams uh, that have made the tournament 20 straight years. Uh, so it's uh, it should be a good matchup, but uh, hopefully they got that each one got that one uh, terrible showing out of their system uh, as they move forward. So as we as we look forward into uh, tomorrow's games, we got Butler and Purdue locally. That's a huge huge game, but I think on a national scale, it's a huge huge game uh, because we saw Butler come out and be very very strong against a very good Arkansas team. And certainly Purdue loses uh, their big man, Isaac Haas. How big of an effect is that going to have on their overall performance going forward into the tournament? Well, I mean, you know, it, it's a big deal when you lose a seven-footer from the middle. Uh, but, you know, Purdue's a team that's uh, continued like Arizona to disappoint when it's become tournament time. You know, Butler's a tournament-tested team. Uh, I've got Butler winning this matchup uh, probably by seven or eight. We look at um... – San Diego and San Diego State and Houston. San Diego State is a good team. Houston's a better team. Houston needs to make some better adjustments going into the to the next round as well. I'm sorry, Tom, you cut out there. I missed the last part of your question. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I said San Diego State is a good team. Houston is a better team than what they played. They have to make some serious adjustments going into the next round. Oh yeah, I mean for sure. And and uh, you know, look at uh, a Cougars team that uh, was dominated uh, a lot by uh, uh, a couple of scores. So they've they've definitely got to get some more involvement from their bench. I think that's one of the things that uh, that definitely hurt them. Certainly one of the biggest shocking upsets. Uh, no pun intended. Marshall beats Wichita State. The number 13 uh, seed beats the number four seed. Wichita State. That was probably a bracket buster for a lot of people. Yeah, you know, the Shockers are a, a team that's done very well in the NCAA tournament. Uh, they're tournament tested. And it was, it, it was a, you're right, it was a shock, pun intended, to see them uh, to lose so early on and lose to Marshall. That was a, uh, that was a bracket uh, and a, a matchup that uh, should have been pretty easy for them. It was, uh, it was definitely a shock to see them go out so early. Texas-Nevada, great game, went all the way down to the end. In overtime, Nevada wins, beats te- Texas. Uh, what are your thoughts on Nevada moving forward into the tournament? That's a problem for a lot of these teams. You know, you you're an underdog and uh, you're trying to take down a top, a bigger seed. And uh, you know, if, if it gets overtime, you don't see a lot of those teams that are underdogs wind up uh, winning those basketball games. If you're an underdog, you got to try to end it in regulation. Texas could not do that, and Nevada moves on. I, the way Texas played towards the end of the year, that Texas was the better team. Uh, but they weren't able to hang on, and we'll see what Nevada does. I'm not not too impressed with this Nevada squad this year. 
Well, I'll tell you what, I was really impressed with the Aggies of New Mexico State. I thought we could get them all the way to the Sweet 16 last night. The Tigers uh, uh, took care of business and, and, and beat them uh, 79-68, the number five Clemson there. I just thought, did that number 12? I didn't see, and I, I know historically we see that 5-12 uh, upset, and I thought that was where we were going to see that at. I was totally offbeat there, and a couple of my other ones that I have on that, had on that 5-12 we didn't see the the uh, typical five twelve upset uh, this year that we have seen in years past. No, and I think a lot of people wind up picking that just because we see it so often. So uh, if you were smart enough not to do that this year, you, you did well. Uh, and you're right; it normally is a pretty good matchup. Uh, Clemson's a pretty good basketball team. You know, they're uh, they've uh, they've had a a year with a lot of uh, strong opponents. So I think when it comes tournament time, teams like that tend to do better uh, just because of all the. Uh, uh, I know all the tough games they played so far this year, so I uh, I, I like the Clemson Tigers in this in this tournament. Uh, I think they're a very good basketball team. So as we get to the second round, teams are starting to make adjustments. Your, your good teams, your Dukes, uh, your Villanovas, uh, your Michigan States, uh, your Xaviers, your Kansases—they're going to be making necessary adjustments. And so what you've got, you've got a number nine and a number one uh, matching up today, Alabama against Villanova. How does Alabama prepare to beat Villanova? Because not only do they have to be better than what they were before, they have to be good enough to beat Villanova. And Villanova just has to make a, a, a few tweaks here or there just to stay playing strong basketball. How does a team like Alabama beat a team like Villanova today? They don't. Villanova's too good. They're too good all around. They're uh, too good when it comes to playing tough competition. They're too good when it comes this time of year. Alabama's not a tournament-tested team. Uh, you know, they, they wound up knocking off Auburn back uh, earlier uh, in the uh, SEC tournament, but they don't beat them today. I, you know, and maybe next week I'll have egg on my face, but there's, there's, I don't think there's any way that Alabama, there's anything they can do that beats Villanova today. I was really impressed with the Rhode Island game this week. Rhode Island takes on Duke. I am not that impressed with Duke. I think Rhode Island can beat Duke. I agree. I think Rhode Island's a team that can beat Duke. Uh, you know, people don't really pay attention to Rhode Island. They're a small school from a small state, but they're a team that was ranked, you know, in the upper teens uh, earlier this year uh, in the AP Top 25. They're a good basketball team. They can shoot the ball. They move the ball. And uh, they're definitely a team I think that could take Duke down. You know what? After seeing Buffalo beat Arizona, I'm not going to say no to them, but they've got their their work cut out for them against Kentucky. Yeah, you know, but Kentucky's a team that's been that struggled a lot this year. They've been very up and down. Uh, they played better towards the end of the year, but they were terrible at the beginning of the season. It, it's it's not impossible in that matchup, but uh, you know, Kentucky's got a lot of size on this Buffalo team. Loyola, Chicago against the, the Tennessee Volunteers. I tell you what, they're a tough SEC team, uh, and uh, I I, uh, I think it's just going to be hard for uh, them to have another win like they did against Miami. It'd be great. I think a lot of people are rooting for them to be the Cinderella. I'm always rooting for the Cinderella. I, I hope that they do beat Tennessee, but I think Tennessee is a tough team to, uh, for them to beat. You know, Tennessee is a tough team, but they're also a team that uh, hasn't played well down the stretch. They're uh, a team that, uh, you know, relies a lot on three-point shooting, and when they're not doing that uh, and not hitting those shots, they're a team that can be beat. So it's not out of question that uh, Loyola Chicago can take them down today. Seton Hall in Kansas. I tell you what, uh, Kansas is another one of those teams that – 
you, you would think would make the necessary adjustments, but Seton Hall is just good. They are good. I think they can beat Kansas. Now, will they? I don't know. It's, it's any given day. If they show up to, to play and play the way that they've played in the past and played this year, they absolutely can beat Kansas. But it's going to take everything they got inside of them to make that happen. Kansas is a team, though, that's been knocked off a couple times by uh, Oklahoma State this year. You know, they're, they're definitely susceptible to uh, – Losing basketball games, I, it's it, you're right. It, it's not likely, but uh, Kansas is definitely a team that's uh, had bad nights and definitely susceptible to uh, to getting knocked off in this uh, in in this tournament for sure. So we talked a little bit about Ohio State and Gonzaga. What are your uh, some more thoughts on that game as as we preview that game? Uh, you know, it, it's a basketball game. It, you know, Ohio State's team has had big wins this year. And uh, they're a team that, uh, with a young head coach, that's definitely a fiery team. They've got to just keep it close, I think, throughout this game. And they've definitely got a chance at the end to win. You know, they pulled out a lot of games this year in the last minute or two. So uh, I, think, I think it's a close game. I think they've got to keep it close in order to try to take down Gonzaga. So we look at uh, uh, Florida and, and Texas Tech. Texas Tech on paper is a better team than Florida, but Florida is is doing well, and I think a lot of people have them, and I, I've noticed this in the balance brackets as well. People have uh, the Florida Gators going uh, deep into the tournament. They've got to get past uh, uh, Texas Tech Raiders. I am moderately uh, convinced they can do that, but I'm, I'm still going to let my money roll with Texas Tech today. Yeah, I'm rolling with Texas Tech, too. This, they struggled in their first game. I think they pulled this one out easy. And, uh, unfortunately, this will be the last game I, I can do, Tom. I've got to head inside now. Okay, buddy. You have yourself a good day. All right, man. Thanks. appreciate it. Talk to you next week. Well, for the BS Sports Show, I know he, he uh, is with his daughter at a, a show choir uh, re- recital. Uh, certainly one more game that we had to, to, to talk about for today. Anyway, we're going to try to get a show on tomorrow, talk about tomorrow's game. Uh, Houston and Michigan, I think Houston can beat Michigan, but Michigan is a uh, tough team. So, guys, that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, we are uh, out of time, and so, again, you're going to get the podcast in two uh, separate uh, deliveries uh, today so that you, you, we made sure that you uh, caught everything, if you will. My name is Tom Marquis, El Presidente. Remember, don't d- drink and drive it in cool. I'm out of here. Deuces. <laughs>